scene. Thank you for joining us here this evening for another episode, another installment of The Other Half, here with Scott and Jamie. Now, before we started, just moments ago, mm. you were quoting a colloquial, collo- colloquialism. Can you, can you say it? I cannot, because <laughs> I forgot it. So what is the colloquialism that you were talking about from your childhood, you presumably? We were talking about... We were talking about closing the door to the nursery, mm-hmm. and you said you didn't close it, but you, I don't know what you said. You, I said I mostly closed it. Right. I said, pulled it to, as people from the South would say. And now, yeah, I used to, even as a child, yeah, I had a really smart aleck mouth when I was a kid, too. Um, Did you ever get the soap in the mouth? No. Okay. I think we talked about that in the past episode. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, so I remember one time being really smart alecky with my my Mimi, and she said, your "Pull that, yeah, my my dad's mom, mom, okay, uh, pull that door too." And I said, "Pull it to where?" So I was a smart aleck little kid. She said, "Face the corner." No, she didn't. Little, I don't. I don't remember what happened what after happened. that. But um, even pull as a kid, I knew it didn't make any sense. Pull it to. Yeah. What do you think is the origin of pull it I to? I don't know. <laughs> I just I've I've literally never heard that. And it, now you have. Much like your seven year old self thought about it, I, I feel the same way. <laughs> pull it to. <laughs> pull it shut. You're right. Pull it closed. Close it. Mm-hmm. Whatever I well, said, it's mostly a, closed. It's a, it's a similar thing to like cut that light out. Never heard that either. From, from the ceiling? Like literally cut the cord? Like we're sitting here in the dining room. There's a, what do you call this? There's a chandelier it's above not, us. I mean, it's very fancy. You call it that. It's not really a chandelier. Whatever, whatever, but it's got like a the hanging, thing hanging. A hanging light fixture. I could, what'd you say? Cut it out? I could cut, cut that light, light out. out. Literally, I could cut it out from the ceiling. I wouldn't do it now. It's 10 o'clock. It's a way to but, say turn the light off. Cut the light <laughs> I think I have heard that cut one. That, that one's equally silly. Oh, when you no, tell someone to cut it could... out, mm-hmm. you're telling them to stop doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So technically, cutting the light out mm-hmm. means stop. Stop spreading light stop and joy light. into stop this room. Delighting. <laughs> stop delighting. Stop the lighting. Oh. Stop delighting and lighting the room. Right. Please. Anyway, um, August twentieth. Saturday evening here, mm-hmm. and we thought we'd uh, hop on and record. The flagship of this podcast network, the Bro Pod, did not record this week because one of the bros was not in town. So here we are. Spoiler alert, it's not you. It's not me. So here we are um, at the absolute last minute, as we've done before, yeah. recording, and then I will upload. So the streak of well over two years now of up- uploading a podcast every week. Some content every week for the listening audience, the thirsty listening audience. Mm. Um, oh, I have a question for you in a second about that. Um, to enjoy some sort of content. Parallel thought that I just thought of when I said thirsty. Are you familiar with the term thirst trap? Obviously. I don't know why that's obvious. <laughs> I feel like that's a very young person term. Is it? Thirst trap. What is your understanding of what a thirst trap is? Follow question. Do you think you thirst trapped me 13 years ago? I'm sorry, thirst trapped? Trapped, yes. 
<laughs> Come back to that one. Supposedly, um, that's the uh, past form of thirst in trap. In no way Supposedly. did I thirst trap anyone ever, first okay. of all. You're not answering an order. What is what, Define a thirst trap for me, then, because I'm too old to understand what it is, clearly. I'm going <clears> to <throat> do terribly at this. My understanding of what a thirst trap is, mm-hmm. and I also am going to need to know why you're asking me this. I can, um, I'll say that at the end, but go ahead. But it's basically so you don't just know. making oh, yourself look, or, well, you, general you, the person doing the trapping, apparently, which is... T-R-A-P-T. T, I know. Uh, that's the present form. That, that's that not the past. That person yeah. making said trap uh-huh. <laughs> is making themselves appear... More enticing than they actually are? Highly enticing. Not necessarily... No, it's not a catfish situation. Okay. But they're just making themselves no, no. appear. I'm not, I'm not saying they're stealing a picture online and saying that's them. And sexy, um, yeah, Trappy. so that people will drool after them, basically. Drool? Literally? <laughs> no, not literally. Like is lust that another term? That, like, oh, okay. You know, you know, the, somebody's like drooling. Like, oh my god. It's so that they will come to to them. I've also seen like food thirst traps, like quote unquote thirst traps for it's, food thirst traps. Yeah, Stella was intrigued by that one. At? She popped her head out. No. <laughs> Stella's sitting on her living room chair over there listening. Uh, she's our biggest fan. Yeah, See, so she's it's, coming over. Yeah. yeah, it's something to make a person look very wantable. And so you're saying you did not perform a thirst trap trapped on me 13 years ago. No. No, okay. I just did my normal my normal thing. You're like, no, I actually dressed down and somehow I tried you not still... to I tried to make you not want me. Um That actually is true. <laughs> by dating true. other men, <laughs> by hitting on the Pepsi guy. No. Did not. Did he or did he not give you a free wild cherry Pepsi pretty much every time he dropped off a delivery? Yeah, because I was nice, and that's not my fault that he took that in a different he way. put his job at risk? I doubt that. You were trapping him. I'm going to need you to stop saying trapping. <laughs> okay. Never so, going to happen. So where, why, why are you asking about a thirst trap? I was and talking. Why did you just learn what it is? Um. I was talking with my coworker Vanessa. Oh Shout out Vanessa. It's getting worse. And she were she were she and I were talking about her. She's having some some family issues. I won't go into that. Obviously, well, it's not. It's yeah. personal. Um, and long story short, a family member of hers, she said, was first trapped into a situation. And uh, I had the same thing. I was like, what exactly is that? She was, she was like, have you never been in a thirst trap? I was like, I don't know. Maybe, I was like, maybe my wife thirst trapped me. And so here we are. That doesn't make any sense at all. Why not? I feel like one of us or one end of this scenario is not understanding what a thirst trap is because uh, can you I tell can't you what find I su- yourself in a thirst trap situation. Well, no, no, no. Like down the road, he realized, oh my goodness, this person like snagged me, like had a hook in the water and snagged me. 
This is what her relative, her male relative I, was I saying that. about the, the woman that snagged, that I, trapped I'm at him. following. And he realized he had been part of a thirst trap. <laughs> that's, I, how, that's how I, it means That's that. not how that works. For example, what, my, uh-huh. my context of what a thirst trap is, it's just what yeah. people talk about on social media, right? Like, Which is why I'm unfamiliar with it. On TikTok, mostly. Definitely <laughs> why I'm unfamiliar with it. But As I'm not a TikToker. Thankfully, I think, hmm. uh, my For You page is very... Your what? My For You page. Not what I heard. Okay. What did you hear? My 40-year page. <laughs> what? I was like, is this a Pinterest thing? Like, you have, when I turn 40, <laughs> no. it's down the road a bit, but here's when I turn oh God, 40. No. There's all these thirst trapped pictures on there. But God, um, your For You page on TikTok. Correct. Not familiar at all. God. It's just the, the page that you come to. And right? Okay. Anyway, luckily for me, it's, it's been highly curated so that I don't really see things it's like that. It's all baby stuff. Yeah. No, it's not oh, okay. all baby stuff. But TikTok algorithm is. Crazy. You've mentioned how impressed you are by it. I think yesterday, literally last night, yeah. you said. I'm, and I'm then back in like it. 2020, when I first started using it, I was, yeah. I was very impressed. Anyway, not the point. Point is, I don't see things like that. Mm. Um, There's trapping posts. Correct. But I, you can't just look behind me like that. <laughs> there were those that can't see us. Everyone behind her is the front door. I saw lights. Okay. It's. Turns out it's car lights, but it looked like it was Obviously. a light from our front porch or someone mm-hmm. on our front porch. I was anyway. Sorry for looking out for the safety of the home. No, it just the way you peered <clears> around <throat> me it was all right. I will alarming. I'll not look. Go ahead. Um, that's distracting. Stop doing that. Okay. I don't know what I was saying. You're I, talking about your your page is very curated, but you don't see those things. So I don't really see thirst traps. Sure. As the videos that come across my page, I have heard people talk about them and. Just by context clues, mm. I'm putting it together. That's your def- your to, definition to understand that it's just like, for example, sure. if I were to do that, I would you know, like really make myself up, do my hair, and do like play, have some really, you know, popular whatever trending song. Right is on right now mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh probably like i don't know <laughs> like some sultry moves or something i don't know you dance to it um and you put this on dance, tiktok but probably more just like posing or something you know like whatever just just making yourself look desirable sure um and so it's not something that another person can like find themselves in that doesn't make any sense to me Mm. it's just something you come across and you're like oh wow let's say you had done that i I need to remember to tell you what i first thought you were talking about when you first described that but and uh, let's say you've done that on the tiktok page and i'm coming along and i see you on tiktok and i'm tiktok and i'm like whoa i like that you're like walking over to tiktok more on that in a moment and then i slide into your does tiktok have dms yes Okay, I slide into your DMs. You're like, we should, and I'm like, we should hang out. And then we go out in real life, not TikTok life, and you dress the same way. Mm-hmm. Like you wear the exact same outfit, let's say. Just okay, to use weird, the extreme. But all yeah, right. very weird. <laughs> Seinfeld reference for those that know. Um, and you 
you show up and like on the date you're doing those moves or whatever. And then the next time we go on a date, you show up wearing a sweatshirt from Target and no makeup. And I'm like, oh, but I've already committed, like we're already in a relationship because I thought you were that person. And now it turns out that at, at night you wipe that's away. That's catfishing. Not in what you know as catfishing, but that's also right. catfishing in a way. Okay. So the, they have switch. They have to be similar then. There's trapping and catfishing. Please stop saying trapping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm begging you. I mean, they have some similarities though, <clears throat> right? I disagree clearly, but okay. Um, I mean, I guess yes, similarities in that. In both scenarios, you're you're trying to land a man. In, no. in the case of you doing this, thirst oh. trapping doesn't necessarily mean you're trying to land anyone. You're, you're just, just doing it, doing it to get the views get and clicks. the likes and the comments. And uh, see, that's where again, that's that's a different <clears throat> generation for me. Like, what? Why? How is that a benefit? Who cares? Because the more engagement you get on your page, then the more your videos get pushed out to have more people view them. So thirst traps are just to get ultimately revenue from TikTok. If that's possible. I mean, I don't know about that because they make very little from TikTok itself, but that's yeah. a whole other conversation. So before I forget... That I don't think you care to I definitely don't. <laughs> I'm already beyond this. But before I forget, when you were describing putting on the makeup and like doing all the moves, mm-hmm. I, I was picturing what I just described, where you're like doing that in order to go out and meet someone in real IRL in real life <laughs> and in person. You needed to but say then, that after you said IRL. But then... When you further qualified it to say, and they have a, a song playing, I was like, "So, is there a speaker in your back pocket?" Like, and you walk into the club, and like, you literally have something. It's like a baseball Bluetooth game. Thing. Your, your entrance song. What's it called? My my yeah, your entrance song. Yeah, that what it, I thought yeah. it was called something else. No, that's right. Yeah, that's that's what I was your picturing. Your song. Your what, no, it's there's another phrase for it. Okay, that's we'll go with that. Anyway. Either one. Um, that's what I was yes. picturing when you were describing that. I, that's how I do life. You used to I go, go to Sharky's with just, a tiny speaker in your back pocket. Just, oof, 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 oof. it's like, whoa, check her out. I hope she's <laughs> not thirst trapped in me. <laughs> Isn't Sharky's a bar in Greenville? This was a long time ago. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It definitely is. We went there on St. Patty's Day 2009. Oh, you already forgot. that was the place? I, I don't I think that's one of the places. It. I don't know. We were bar hopping. I was hammered, obviously, so I have no <laughs> recollection of where it was. I mean, if you see the pictures, I'm clearly hammered. Uh, yeah, one would think. Yeah. But wearing beads like that, and that's the the beads. I had the the stupid like shamrock. Yeah, antenna, antenna headband head, thing, head head thing. <clears throat> well, I had like a bright green, green cowboy hat, on. hat. Yeah. So that was arguably worse. You're right. Was anyway. that the thing that had braids on it? Yes. Yeah. It was. Because there's a picture of me going like this. I'm all serious. Yes, I, I like, remember it. You're having a good time, and I'm like, nope. It's because you were you were trying to... Yes, yeah, so that was my... I was thirst trapping That you. was my thirst trap, apparently. See, there you go. Told you. <laughs> it's not at all what a thirst trap is. I think it is. Okay. Let's start the show. I'm going to start recording. That's not funny. Just kidding. We've been <laughs> recording for 15 minutes now. I wanted to... Before it gets later in the night and we start to lose our ability to talk about serious things, I want to talk about something serious. Oh boy, okay. That's the water shortage that we're having out here in the western part of this country. Well, to my knowledge, it's not 
we, like us, like in Colorado? No, not literally us in Colorado, but we're part of the basin <clears throat> that is fed by the Colorado River, appropriately enough. Although, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to many, the Colorado River goes through like seven states. It's like mostly not in Colorado. It's for the most part not in Colorado. That's correct. I think correct. it originates in Colorado, maybe? Correct. Which is... Because it doesn't reach Wyoming. It's somehow Wyoming is part of the Colorado River Basin. Do you want to kind of talk about like where, why you're bringing this up? That's my next point. Oh. We are both young at heart. <laughs> but Are we, though? we also act like 76-year-olds by watching 60 Minutes every week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that I've watched this in my youth because I love the documentary genre, mm-hmm. and 60 Minutes is essentially documentary news. Sure. If you never watched it and never heard of it, it's been on TV longer than you have been alive, I've never whoever's heard listening. Of it. I'm just in case there's someone out there that's like, what's 60 Minutes? Even Australia has a 60 Minutes. Did you know this? Because I've seen uh, on YouTube I don't know for sure. stories that I'm interested in and it's from 60 minutes australia i don't know for sure i don't want to distract myself i imagine there are multiple franchises of 60 minutes in Mm -hmm. other countries but you're right i've seen stella she doesn't like that we're talking about 60 minutes yeah Stella's not a fan i've seen this as well the the australian one what is she doing anyway she's distracting me so we were watching a story in 60 Minutes, which was a re-air from earlier. Yeah, I was going to say, we watched it earlier it was like nine months ago, or last year. I, I, think, I think it was October, for some reason, that sticks in my mind, about the Colorado River and Estella, please, for the love of people, and how it's, <laughs> at, at, at many parts, specifically, they were talking about Lake Mead, I believe, is like hundreds of feet lower than it was just 10 or 20 years ago. I'm just thinking there there was another lake they mentioned and it there wasn't was another lake. Stella, come here. I don't recall which one now for some okay. reason. Um. Anyway. Yes, like 150 feet lower than it should be. And they were focusing on the last 20 years, and they talked a lot about water rights and how a bunch of states and cities and municipalities are pulling the water, and California's using more than their fair share, and Utah's not using all of their fair share. Now they're trying to spend two billion dollars to get a pipe to take her from the Colorado River to Utah. Take a breath. Specifically St. George. But as we were watching this, I started pondering. And I said to myself, I remember sixth grade. I remember earth science class. Sixth grade? I remember specifically a diagram that showed... way earlier than sixth grade. But I remember talking about it in earth science, which was sixth grade for me. All right. I knew this when I was in preschool. No, you didn't. It was reinforced Mm -hmm. in sixth grade by earth science teacher, Ms. Shook. Shout out, Ms. Shook. Probably dead. Wow. She was an older woman, and that was at least 10 years ago, so she's probably passed. Um, And I remember the diagram where it showed rain falling from the sky. The water cycle. The water cycle. Or snow. It would hit a mountain or a stream or land, and then it would flow, and then eventually the sun would hit it, and it would evaporate back up into the clouds, and then guess what? On and on we go. Mm -hmm. So... We discussed, on the 60 Minutes story, they were discussing how a a large portion of this is used for irrigation. A very large portion. Of crops in Arizona, which is another whole topic we could talk about. Why they grow these very... What did I say? You said cut, and they... Oh, they grow cotton. One of the crops was cotton, and I have lots lots of questions. I have lots of questions about why they're growing cotton in Arizona. Maybe on the next episode of the other half we can discuss what crops are grown in (laughs) southwestern states. Like I was saying to you, it just is clearly a crop that requires a lot of water, and so why would you grow it in a desert? But anyway, go ahead. Why don't I just grow hemp? 
anyway, whole other conversation. So, so, so it's it's the water is spread into the fields. It helps the, the plants grow. Mm-hmm. Obviously, plants have moisture, mm-hmm. especially in the Arizona sun. You would think some of that moisture would eventually evaporate back up into the sky, and so 100% we go. One hundred percent does. Yes. They talked about how we're in a twenty-year drought, climate change, all that sort of stuff. Correct. I pondered. I get back to saying that again. Where is the water going? If we remembered and we learn the water cycle, mm-hmm. whether it's consumed and disposed of by the human body, whether it's taken up by crops, whatever, shouldn't it go back up into the air and fall back around the same area? Now, we talked about a few reasons why that might not be happening and how a drought can impact that. But I, I essentially posited that if the globe is one giant ecosystem that has a an external shield, if you will, the solar system. Well, the globe is not one giant ecosystem. Of course it's not. <laughs> That's the wrong term. But you know what I'm saying. If the globe, whatever, I just picture the saying. globe and the it has like has an outer whole. globe. The world as a whole Correct. has an outer globe. In other words, if we assume we're not losing moisture to the galaxy. Wait, so first we're we assuming know. that it's round. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously it's flat. We talked about that in a prior episode. Oh, God. Could, it's I'm flat sorry. as a pancake. It goes up and it falls back down. How could it go up if it's a globe? Right, right, and Then it's like right, mixing all, right. anyway, all sorts of angles. let's be and, serious again. I just had to, had to go there. So if you assume there's a globe <laughs> with a bit of a shield, which is the, the outer space galaxy. So water's not going to go all the way that far. It's going to stay within, stays within, the atmosphere. within the atmosphere. Yes, correct. How are we ever losing water? So I thought a little bit more about this. And by that, I Good. mean in the last like five minutes. Oh, uh, <laughs> while I was tra- talking. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah, what you were talking about the other night to me was that, yes, it we consume it and whatever, but we also don't keep it, so we also like yes. rid ourselves of said water, and it eventually makes its way back into the earth and so on and so forth. Yes. While, yeah, that's correct, Think about also the crops we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. It becomes a part of those crops. So it's not like the water goes in the ground and then just soaks back in and goes into the streams and the groundwater and gets or evaporated and yeah. goes to the whole cycle over and over. It it's becomes part a of part the, of the tomato, for those example, crops. which is a very juicy right. fruit, technically. Juicy yes. fruit. Um, Proud sponsor of tonight's not, poem. Not a part of the juicy fruit. Flavor profile, though, so don't get that confused. Tomatoes? Oh. Anyway. Um, no one needed that clarification. Oh, well. <laughs> but again, proud sponsor. Gross. Go ahead. Um, the ASMRs out there. I don't know. I, that, that was kind of it. Just thinking that, okay, well, some of it's also becoming a part of the crops. And sure. also, what I mentioned to you is that we're made up of a lot of water. So, yes. I mean, we don't get rid of all of that water. Um, the more people that live on the earth, the, as population grows, we pick up more water in that way. Um, and and I feel like it, it's not an indefinite cycle, probably. It's in the ground, it gets evaporated, blah, 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 on none. You're saying down. if that happens 100 times and you started with 100 I units, feel like you, you, you might end up with 50 or some, whatever. Yeah, along the way. Okay, possible. May not be correct. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking back to like 
physics, I guess, like mm-hmm. matter cannot be created nor, nor destroyed. Nor destroyed yeah. So I keep thinking about that and how that. So you're questioning what you just said. Exactly. As you're saying. I'm it. arguing with myself that that can't be true. So Ladies and gentlemen, know. if you knew how often this happened or she just argues with herself. Constantly. Um, Great to witness, but frustrating. So, to yeah, I don't, I don't know. And as I told you earlier, I don't have the <laughs> mental fortitude right now. To think through it. Yeah, to, today specifically is what you mean. Uh, yeah, I've, I've felt like I'm pretty much walking in my sleep right. all day. So I can't really think too hard about this. Walking in my sleep. So I, I have two comments on the two things that you brought up. Okay. The one... The, the water becomes part of the crop, of course. Mm-hmm. As it helps grow the crop, it is also, I mean, think of any crop you can think of, there's some water content in it. <clears throat> but if we're thinking very universally, that crop is raised, like cut, for oh. those that don't know. Yeah, with a Z. Raised I, with a I Z. I didn't know that's what you were saying. Yeah. Um, what's the, what's the, the, the better term for chopping down crops? <laughs> Reap? Reap. Sure. Reap what you sow. Reaped. Yeah. Um, I like raised better. <laughs> anyway. The crop is raised, taken to market, someone eats it, and then they pee it out. And it goes back in the air. All that content. That sounds terrible. <clears throat> it does sound terrible. <laughs> they Again, pee it out and it goes in the air. Speaking, That's how it works. <laughs> you don't pee straight into the air? <laughs> no. I've always wondered what all these... Every, in every house I've ever been in, every building, as a matter of fact, mm. there's always this room where you can like shut the door and then there's this porcelain you, creation okay. with water All in right. it. Are you done? What are you supposed to, is that to like wash your hands? Anyway, um, so there's that. So I would, I would not argue, but I would just say that that just is part of the cycle. It's just a, a microcosm. But you may have a very good point with, you know, me and my extreme examples. If there's 10 humans on the earth <laughs> and they have 10 humans worth of water, it's <laughs> not necessarily going back because it's staying within themselves. Yeah. Versus 10 million humans on the earth. Well, that's millions and millions and hundreds of millions more gallons of water that literally aren't moving mm-hmm. currently. They're not actively part of that cycle. Yes, you're urinating, you're sweating, and that is part of that cycle, but there's always something. No one's urinating to the point where they have no water in them because no. they would literally die. They would yes. die long before they had no water in them. So. That could be a point, the overpopulation of the earth. And we're not going to get into climate change, the causes, just because I haven't put a lot of thought into that for this podcast. We don't have that kind of time, first of all. And, and we don't have that kind I'm of time. No, not an expert. I don't know if you you're knew not. that. I'm I know. not. I know. I know you're not. You're not a climatologist. But um, I'm curious what impact that directly has as well. Mm-hmm. Because they talked a lot. Of, they, they alluded to it a lot in the 60-minute story, but then didn't. They reached no conclusions. It was one of the poorest well, done 60 minutes. Also, uh, another point that I made during a conversation after we watched this uh-huh. was that it, it's not just drought across the board. Right. We're experiencing, I don't know why I said we, the parts of the Earth U.S. is experiencing oh, the Earth. Yeah. Um, higher temperatures. Well, yes. But I was trying to say the Earth is experiencing. Drought, I couldn't think of the word, even though we've been see, saying it for the past however long. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> 10.30, folks. Experiencing yeah, yeah. drought in some areas, 
But in other areas, there have been terrible floods happening. So Yes, you did mention that. It's not as if the world over, there's just appearance of less water. That's not the case. It's just that it's extreme. It has an extreme presence in some places and an extreme absence in other places. Sure. So. So you're saying that perhaps my speculative theory of we have 500 trillion gallons of water in the earth. They're just currently not over here and they're over in some other country or even other parts of this I, country. Yeah, I don't know. Could perhaps have some, could hold some water. Remshot, wherever you are at home, ladies and germs. Okay. Um, so anyway, the reason we bring this up is A, because we found it fascinating because we're in our mid-70s when it comes to what we watch we on TV. I found it fascinating, but... I found it fascinating because I love 60 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Proud, proud sponsor mm-hmm. tonight, along with Juicy Fruit. Um, but I want to put it out there to the people. Does anyone listening out there have any idea? Do we have any climatologists? Do we have any climatologists? <laughs> no, I listen, I'll I'll take just your your run of the mill opinion, even though it has no validity not not validity. Even That's though it rude. has no <laughs> I don't take it seriously at all. It's not like it doesn't have the blue check mark necessarily. Verified. Or yeah. thank you. Or if you know someone or have a theory about it, or can reference an article, even a science journal, I would gladly Cite read your sources. Cite your sources, or you do not get credit. It's a failing grade if you don't. And let us know, what is the answer to the question of how is it that, specifically, as per this story, the Colorado River Basin is so low? Is this something that just, it's a 120-year cycle, and we're just at the bottom? And probably long after we die, to, it'll be back up. You don't want the answer to why the Colorado River Basin is... Well, that would give me the answer to the know, whole water thing. It wouldn't, though, because the answer to that is more simple. It's that Mm. there's more people moving into those areas, and they're using more of the water. That's that's a much more simplistic answer than, in general, why is there... Why is the Colorado River not getting replenished as much as... Or any of those lakes, Lake Mead and the others... Why can't I think of the other lake that they were? I don't know. About? It was definitely not Lake Mead, though. No, they it showed wasn't. pictures, but where they were in the boat was not Lake Mead. I can't remember what lake it yeah. was. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, for sure, answer the more basic question of is it not that everything you pee out goes back up in the sky and rains <laughs> down on everyone else? Why is, isn't it true that all the urine that we create in this world falls back on the heads God, of other a people? That's disgusting way to think about it. Yet we know that it's factual. We know it. It's true. I mean, yes, good girl, you know it's true. Good, good, good girl. <clears throat> Shout out, Millie Vanilli. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you know, let us know. Thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Oh, sorry. I was going into my closing out. Like, what are you show doing? Thing. Are we done? No, we're not done. Almost. Just kidding. Okay. Speaking of uh, crap falling from the sky, urine falling from the sky. <sighs> Young Stell. Had a rough day a couple days ago. She did. She... Oh, it was yesterday, wasn't it? No. It was not yesterday. Yeah, it was. I believe it was... What's today? Saturday? I believe it was Thursday. Maybe not. I don't remember what day it was. doesn't matter. I don't think it was yesterday, though. What day is it? Where am I? Um, young Stell, who, if we're being honest, typically gets a bath every 
seven weeks, six to eight weeks, I'll say. Sure. On average. We should bathe her maybe a little more. We don't. I don't feel bad about it. Don't care. However, she will instantly get a bath if she, as she tends to do, mm-hmm. thankfully not all that often, but from time to time, if she goes outside and rolls her body aggressively mm-hmm. into goose fecal matter, mm-hmm. other dogs fecal matter. Any fecal matter. Any fecal matter. It doesn't matter where the fecal matter Mud originated. Occasionally. Anything that smells or gets her very dirty, she will immediately get a bath because she's an indoor Obviously. dog. We don't want and she's allowed on furniture at our bed. She's allowed wherever she wants to go. Except well, the coffee table or the kitchen counters. I mean, she couldn't really do that, but... I bet she could jump up on the kitchen counter if she wanted to. Anyway, she doesn't try. Anyway. She doesn't try. She's a, good, she's a good girl. Except... Most of the time. Yesterday or thir- whatever day it was. So, I let her out. I, I get up with Estelle first thing in the morning. I let her out, and then I feed her. And then she and I hang out down here until you and uh, little sis get up. Baby mm-hmm. sis. It wasn't that time, but around 8 o'clock, we're down here. I'm making my beef fast. You're making your coffee, whatever. She wanted to go outside. Still can go outside whenever she wants. I like that you said be fast and just well, didn't even explain it. We can't. We've explained before on this show there are certain words we can't say. Yeah. We're still in the room because she recognizes them. I think she's back over on the chair. If I were to say that word in full, she would perk up and come running over here like, oh, is it time for that? Even though it's... I think she's smarter than that. But 10.35 at night. Well, I'm still being cautious. Anyway, so she can go outside anytime she wants during the work day when mm-hmm. we're home. I'll let her out. You'll let her out. On nice days, she'll hang out there for a long time. If it's snowy, we'll let her right back in. Whatever. So during that time that we were making, getting our breakfast ready, I let her out. A few short minutes later, I let her back in. And I immediately recognized that she smelled like crap. Mm-hmm. She smelled like dung. Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Now, our backyard is a place where a dog could get dirty because there's very little grass, almost yeah. none. But in terms of what fecal matter is out back, I would think it's mostly hers. I mean, yeah, because it's fenced in entirely. It's fenced in, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have rabbits that get back there. We have squirrels. But of course. Nothing that would drop anything large enough that she would feel the need to roll around. Generally, in. no. But clearly, this happened. Somehow, because she definitely smelled like poop mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, I gotta give her a bath now. So I did. Instead of starting my work day, I went up and gave my dog a bath. And at her credit, she was very good about it. She stayed very calm. Um, whatever. So she had a bath. First thing, we'll call it Thursday morning because I feel like I'm losing my mind if that was actually yesterday. It could have been, I'm not saying it wasn't. So then, as we have the past few days, not today, the past few days because it's been nice weather, a little cooler, mm-hmm. we went for a W, which for those listening is a W-A-L-K. Mm-hmm. Another word that I cannot say right now because she will get right. very excited. You push the stroller. I go running with Stell, and then we catch up with you guys and we walk the rest of the way back in. I'm whispering because again. So we got back to the house. I let her off the leash which I do before we go inside. And she likes to roam around our front yard for a few seconds, sniff out rabbits, whatever. And right before we walked in, I saw her rolling around the front yard grass again. And I was like, no, get over here. This was 10 hours after she'd had her first bath. And now she's rolling around in the grass. And so I call her over. 
and I immediately smell her, and I'm like, it wasn't as immediately noticeable as earlier in the morning. But it, w- it was, yeah. But it was enough. It wasn't good. I had you do the test because you, like my own mother, can smell someone smoking from 800 yards. It's like a <laughs> sniper rifle. So you smell, and you're like, yep. And so, again, she had to get a bath. Now... This one wasn't a this full This wasn't a full bath. Yeah, it was like a she, spot bath. Well, because you caught her just as she was starting to. So she kind of had yes. it on one It was just in one section <laughs> below her right shoulder. So She just kind of dipped her shoulder into it. Right. So I did, <laughs> yeah, dip into the poo. So I did the, uh, I did the same routine of putting her in the bathtub, getting the water going, shampoo and all that. But I didn't do her head. Which, I didn't watch by the legs, way, this was thing. 100% yesterday because we give Isla a bath every, every other, other day, day. and yeah. she had her bath last night. Yeah. Oh. So, and they had their baths, like, at basically the at the time. same time. Because <laughs> she was in her little, not together, relax, everybody. Uh, she was in her little tub, Isla was, and yeah. then you were over there with the shower. In the main bathtub. Thing. Yeah. Okay, whatever. And, uh, so yeah, so we washed her again and then did a kind of a piss poor job of drying her off, but whatever. And then she ran down the hall and any of you with dogs out there listening know that I assume after you get, because it happened with both of our dogs that we've had and it happened with my dog, dogs when I was a kid, but after you give a dog a bath, once you dry them off to whatever extent you're able to, if you let them run free in the house, they go completely insane. Mm-hmm. And rub themselves all over the carpet. Oh, yeah. The same way that she got the poop on her. Um, and so she was allowed to do that. The one comment I want to say about the bath thing, because mm-hmm. as you know, recently I've been just giving her a bath when I'm showering. Yeah. It's like we're just in there at the same time because you always end up getting quote unquote showered anyway because once she shakes, like water just goes everywhere. Yeah, so I'm like, so yeah, may as well just shower at the same time. Be in there and get clean after. Yeah. Is that when I gave her the second bath, as I mentioned, it was a spot. Spot treatment. Spot treatment. Spot, spot treatment. If you don't put water on a dog's head, mm-hmm. I have now learned, and I should have realized this long ago, it tends, it seems that they have the tendency to not need to shake. Because it was, I mean, half of her main coat and main torso were wet. And she was just standing there. I mean, she was very defeated. Yeah. She hated what was happening to her. Don't get me wrong. But she didn't have the urge to shake. So pro tip for those of you out there giving baths to your dogs, do everything but the head. Maybe even dry it a little bit. Dry the whole dog. And then wash and rinse the head off. Because once they get it on the ears and the nose, they just have to shake. And of course, they're shaking their entire body. Right. And water goes absolutely everywhere. At least that's the case with young Stella. Anyway, um, so just a rough day. She went from, again... As I said at the outset of this conversation, not having a bath every, aside from every six to seven to eight weeks, twice in one day. Yep. Traumatic day for young Stell. Well, I wouldn't say it was traumatic, but. No, she's super clean. She's very clean. Here and we are 24 hours later. Smells nice. Smells great. That's the best part about having a clean dog. She's always much softer. I mean, not that she's not soft. Yeah, her coat is a beautiful sheen. Yeah. Much softer. You're right. She's not always soft. But yeah, after, when it gets towards that time where she needs a bath, you can, it's just gritty. Is that the right word? I mean, I wouldn't say that it what is. What word would you use? I don't know. Oh, okay. Dirty? It's just, 
it's it's the kind of thing you can only notice after she's clean and they're like, oh yeah, right. this is a lot softer than what it was. My hand isn't dirty after petting my dog. See, I don't, don't I know, say that. it's never that She bad. never gets you know. that dirty. I mean, if no. she gets that dirty, we bathe her We give her a bath, yeah, for sure. But on a normal basis, she doesn't get that dirty. It's true. It's very true. Anyway, so that was rough. Yeah. But shout out to, is it Top Paw? I think that's the shampoo brand that we have. Oh, I have no idea. Because for a long time, we were using Burt's Bees mm. dog shampoo, which is fine. You didn't care for the smell all that much. No, I just... It, it doesn't, it doesn't have, a, have a smell. That's why. Scent is a better term. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. But uh, I yeah, can still I, think of some words. <laughs> okay. Every now and again. But I switched over to the, the top paw for the for both baths that she got yesterday, and um, I'm a fan. Yeah, she smells nice. I like it. She smells nice. So hey, still. So now I have a clean doggy. We got a clean doggy, which is good because she sleeps in the bed with us at night. Mm-hmm. Not under the covers, which where did I see? Where did we see that? I don't know. I think maybe you told me you saw a video. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, something weird, very weird. Um, what else you want to talk about? You want to talk about either of these other two topics? I don't know what they are. Maths or the rehearsal? I feel like maths would take a long time. Yeah, I don't want to get as into it that. typically does, and I'm not going to remember names. It's too early in the season. Yeah. We're talking, of course, about Married at First Sight, which we first started doing this podcast before it was even called The Other Half. Mm-hmm. I think one of our first episodes, perhaps our first episode ever, we spent like 70 minutes talking about Married at First Sight. Sounds right. And in editing, I was like, this is... Boring? Maybe even if you watch the show. Definitely if you don't watch so the show. Boring. This is not going to be listenable. Yeah. But it's still out there on the internet, so if you want to go listen to it, it was probably from three years ago. I don't know. Something like that. Um but the rehearsal, mm-hmm. an interesting show on HBO that's now over. Yeah. Thoughts? Which I, I don't know. Now that it's over and it ended the way that it ended, this is all assuming that it is fully over, not just. It's fully. There's going to there be, may be another There may be another season. I don't know um, that. But I assume it would be new. Now knowing how it ends, I don't know that I, I don't know. It's hard because it's good, but I don't know that I could recommend it because it ends Mm. so poorly. So you thought it ended poorly? Yeah. I thought it ended in a a confusing way. That's what I mean, though. I mean, it ended poorly because it was confusing and... Didn't tie up loose ends. It didn't tie up anything. um, And not in the way of like, oh, you got to just guess what happens. Like, not in that way. Um, Why why that voice? You let her guess what happened. Exactly. Um, Which I don't like that either. I'm not a fan of that. But that's at least a a thing. Right. is done, but I don't know. It just, it was not a good ending. It was just, it was abrupt, kind of. It was definitely abrupt, yes. Um, sorry, I'm just re- I'm researching to see if there's any talk of a second season. Mm. One day ago, Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal gets second season at HBO. Okay. So my suspicion, because it was, it was a six-episode first season, which is obviously very short, and that's, that's British, in its length, um, but it, it the idea was that each episode would kind of be a story within itself. 
So you could theoretically go straight to episode yeah. three and follow along just fine. But that's not what it That's not what all. ended up happening because by episode two, they started a story and it stayed the through line all the way through to season six. And the final two episodes were basically all about that storyline. Um, but yeah, it's, it's... I don't even know if... <laughs> you're about to start explaining it and I don't know if we can even explain this very well. well first of all, <laughs> spoiler alert, because it was only 24 hours ago that the final episode was released and this is going to be uploaded in the next hour. So if you have not seen... Oh, yeah, yeah. If you have not seen the rehearsal at all, go watch it. Again, it's only six episodes. They're about 30, 35 minutes a piece. You can watch it easily in an afternoon or an evening. Pause the podcast and then come back and listen to what I'm about to say. Um, what you've said so far does not spoil it if, you, if you're not familiar with it. So it's the show is the brainchild of Nathan Fielder who had a show on TBS, I think, called Nathan For You where he did just some weird, it's just weird social experimentation, essentially. And that's what this show is. And he's a very... He's a very unique guy. Person. He's idiosyncratic, to say the least. So, yeah, he's not... Having a conversation with him, I feel like would be... I, I, I don't know. And, and I think the thing that you're alluding to, as to why it's so hard to explain, and why I'm even having trouble starting to explain yeah. the point of the show, is that... Even now that we've watched all six episodes, I'm still not 100% sure that the whole thing wasn't an act. Like, literally the whole thing. Really? And I say that because the very last scene that we talked about, where he stands up, he's, this won't give anything away if you haven't seen it yet. He's talking to the young mm. boy, and then he stands up, and his pants are... <laughs> like, that just doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't seem like something that he would do. And even if it is, he edited the show. Why would you not take that out? Mm -hmm. that, that scene added nothing. It just showed them getting up leaving. They could have taken it. They had multiple cameras take another but shot. what about that makes you feel it's like... It's almost like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, I'm showing my butt crack. It was, it was the last image of the show, <laughs> of the season. I guess I just, I still don't understand how that... Because it's so Makes out of, you believe it's not because it's out of character for him. Now at that point, he was literally wearing partial drag, and he was he it had lost is. sense of self of who he was. Like, was he a man? It's, was he it's a woman? Very, like, is he a mother? Is he a father? Inception. <laughs> it's meta. It's very whatever that means to you. That's what it is. It's it's a very meta show because. So anyway, the point is. The point of the show, which the first episode was successful in doing this, is that... Wait, is that wait hold on. Yeah. Going into watching this show, you had semi-explained oh, this it. this is funny. Yeah, go ahead. Very vaguely. Well, because I, I, didn't, I, I know, didn't really know. But I thought until, like, what, halfway through the episode... I think more than that. That but, but yeah. this was fiction. That it was, it was yeah, just a... A scripted comedy. Yeah, scripted show. And I don't remember what the turning point was for me, but I was like, wait a minute. Wait, is this real? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I don't know. I think something about him and, and his personality mm -hmm. and also just the whole premise of the show being so bizarre. Outlandish. Yeah. It just didn't. See, it, it just, I don't know, completely felt like something that 
couldn't possibly be real. It just felt absurd. Um, yeah, it is. It's which absurd is why as comedy. I thought, but see, you label it as a comedy. I don't see it as a comedy whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's 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 not a situational. Com- it's not a sitcom. No, it's not comedy. I don't recall really laughing except for like. At, oh my gosh, and how, how absurd crazy it is. that is. Hence absurdist but, comedy. But it wasn't like, ha, ha, ha. No, no, you're not <laughs> belly laughing at all. In fact, I think the funniest, and again, this won't give anything away, if you're still listening without watching it. Stop it. Spoiler alert. Um, to me, the funniest part of all six episodes was when, I think it was the third or fourth episode, when it was now focused exclusively on the story at the, the house in the Portland area. And he was out. He was in the Portland He was working. Area? It was south of Portland, but... Like mid Oregon, but anyway, he was out working on the irrigation system, and then they showed the producers or the the assistants that night putting in the (laughs) the crops because they were simulating them growing. Stuck a zucchini. Yeah, they just take a giant zucchini and just stick it in the ground so that the next day he or what was her name? I don't even whatever whatever the main female protagonist could just go out and like get that day's yield of crops. Because time had passed, but she was not a protagonist. But no, she. I don't know what she was. She was. She was a kook. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's so the the first episode and the point of the show is it's called the rehearsal. Is people have major life decisions or major life events that they're nervous about, that they or that they're unsure about, and they want to be able to succeed in that scenario or that situation, whatever it is. And so he offers them the chance to rehearse that situation mm-hmm. over and over and over again with every possible scenario, because it's in most cases dealing with someone else or multiple someone else's, so that they can be ready and know how to react to have the preferred outcome. Yeah, so it's like a they create like a flow chart. He created a massive flow chart or, for the first guy, yeah. Okay, if this happens, then this. Right. If that happens, then do this. Right. Um, yeah. And so they work their way through all of these different possibilities, but the, the way they do that is he builds these giant <laughs> he builds replica sets sets of the um, place that, that is, are down to the yeah, finest, all the like, details. most minute detail and actors who have studied the, the studied people that the will be in the, people, in yeah, the scene who yeah. are involved to be, like scene partners with the person who's rehearsing and, and by the way, that was one of the other elements of comedy and you would know this regardless, but he even on, at multiple times mentioned just how expensive this show is Oh yeah, and how he's just, he never said I'm wasting HBO's money, but it, it, but it was a waste it. of HBO's money. It really was. It was, it was insane how much he spent. And then, so, <laughs> So the first episode took place in New York, mm-hmm. and he built this entire replica set of this bar where this guy had his was rehearsing for his, his event, his ultimate event, which he did, by the way. And the guy went through with the event, and I won't reveal how it went for him. But, but then because the next story took place in the Oregon area, he broke, he didn't, but Nathan had the set broken down and shipped to Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> just f- for the fun of it, like for no reason. Yeah. It must have cost... Tens of thousands, if not well over $100,000 yeah. 
for the labor to break it down. And not only did he break it down and ship it to Oregon, it was then rebuilt in a warehouse in Oregon. For his amusement is the only thing I can muster up to to be the answer for that. But anyway, so that's that was hilarious to me. But again, not even meant to be funny. He just kind of said it matter of fact mm-hmm. towards the end of that first episode or the beginning of the second episode. I can't remember. So, um, but yeah, it's just it's something you have to watch. I, I will. I, that's what I'll say about it. Whether you like it, love it, hate it, whatever, it is. There's nothing else like it that I've ever seen on TV and movies. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, like it's so. Even if you don't like it, and there are elements of it that I thought were just so weird that I'm. Are so repetitive again. That last episode, the one we just watched last night, was very bizarre. But I give him credit for the creativity of just coming up with the concept mm-hmm. and executing the concept. And now that I did read that there's going to be a second season, I'm I'm curious. Will it? Because I feel like this season started out, and he wanted to do a certain thing, right? And do it six times with six different people. Is that going to be what season two is going to be like? Because maybe he just got tripped up in season one and got he, he glommed onto this one story and he couldn't let it go. And so it ended up taking up the better part of four to five of the final episodes. Or will he, in fact, just go back to doing a rehearsal with a different person for every episode in season two? What are your thoughts? Well, I don't know about that, but I just thought of something else while you were You were talking. definitely thinking something. So, yeah. yes. Um, well... I'm kind of now going back to your suggestion of <laughs> what if the whole thing was, was a what, what if it actually was scripted Yeah, and it just That'd be amazing. made it to be, to appear as if it was not a scripted show. Um, because of the last episode and one very specific thing that happened that was so outrageous to me that I literally made you pause the show. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I just like, I had to take a minute after. Was this when they were going over and over the kid no. walking in the room? No, 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 no. The, this... the mirror? No. No. Okay. I don't remember that. This was when, again, for the third or fourth time. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yes. Watch it before you listen to this. Yeah. Um, when he was talking to one of the actor kids and his mom about Judaism versus Christianity. That was right at the beginning of the episode. No, I don't think so. Was it? Yeah. When he, when he said everything, when he basically sided with with extreme Christian beliefs. He, in the episode, in the episode, no, in the show, he talks about being Jewish. Yes, he is Jewish. And, there's a whole thing about that. Yeah, it's episode in five. There's a whole big thing. Yeah. But yeah. He, so we we know that. But then he, I think the mother. The mother was concerned that her child was confused. Had been exposed to so much of the Judaism side of things. She wanted him to. She wanted Nathan to clarify for the kid. Yeah, which first of all, not his job. Totally the mother's job. I agree, hundred percent. To explain that there's just because different beliefs had, out there and whatever, but because he had introduced it to this child, she wanted him to say, "This is all." But the way pretend, he did it, but yeah. to an extreme. But okay, but that's problem number one. Yeah. To say that, yeah. Sorry, I was stretching on my foot and I kicked Jeez. you. 
Uh, once you get over there, go ahead. So the fact that he, she asked him to explain it as though a different religion is make-believe. First of all, that's crazy. I mean, the most memorable line, he literally said yes all, at, the, at the end of describing to the kid. He said, well, yeah, all Jews go to hell. Yeah, just, well, I was getting there. Thank yeah, you. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Within this conversation. Right, yeah. Stealing my Which, of course, thunder. is insane. But. Um, but yes, I was trying to say problem number one is beginning with making him say that it was just make-believe. Right. And making him say that, you know, Jesus is... And he says, our Savior. Like, he says it about himself and everything, even though Jewish, and that's not true. He doesn't believe that. Right. Like, he was just saying whatever this mother wanted know, to say. And the mother was, was a little kooky. It was wild to me, yeah. first of all, that she thought that and that she wanted to teach her child that. And then that right. she expected him, the person with a different belief system, to say it. To say it. I. Yeah, it was a little is, bizarre. It was so crazy. And then, yes, he ended up saying, like, sorry, Stel. Um, she thinks I'm... Stel thinks you're upset because you're getting I'm so really, worked up. really yeah. upset. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and then he, at the end of it, he does end up saying that, yeah, we're all just going to... You get to go to heaven, and that's wonderful, but we're just going to go to hell. Like, uh, Yeah, that was, was whacked out. Insane. I literally had you pause the show. I was like, I need a second to absorb what just happened. <laughs> So given all of that, yeah. I would feel better if I found out it was scripted because yikes. Yeah. I mean, would I, though? Because then somebody had to script that, and that's not good either. Yeah, I don't know. All of that it was just... The battle wages on inside your head. It was a lot. <laughs> what you want. What you wish for the show. But yeah, it's just, uh, again, at the end of the day, it's super unique. It's... Um, I, I I don't know. I I'm curious to see what happens in season two. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. I'm curious to see what the format is. Um, well, the other one, I think it was the third episode. It was the last time that there was another story going on. Where oh, you had the, the guy at Kings. Yeah, the guy that just left. Yeah. Um, that was another situation that they, there was a theme. There was a theme of just like anti-Semitic yeah. conversation all around now that I think about it. Yeah, because he said, oh, well, that's, he made a, an anti-Semitic comment. The, and Nathan, during the, guy, the, during the yeah, rehearsal. The guy who was rehearsing. Yes. Nathan stopped him and said. To tell his brother something, right. I believe. Yes, he was talking to his brother about an inheritance. Mm-hmm. And Nathan stopped him. He was like, is that what you would say? And the guy's like, or he was like, should we leave that in? And he was like, well, no, that's what I'd say. Like, yeah, I would, I would, he was very flippant would about it. Like, that. That's how we, that's like, how we yeah, talk. Yeah, that's how we joke around. I'm like, well, that doesn't make it. he was it like, oh, okay. Okay, though. I guess I'll put it in the flow chart. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'm not even fully sure I know what meta means, but I feel like this show is very meta because it goes, it's like, in, what'd you say, Inception? Yes. Because it goes There's layer layers. after layer <laughs> after layer, and it goes into further layers within the layers. It's just very, uh, yeah. Complex. It's, <laughs> it's bizarre. It's a complex show. Um, and so even though I said, I think the original point of the show was that you could come into a multi, uh, an episode Halfway through the season, know what's going on. You cannot do that in season oh, one. Oh no, 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 no. Do not. Maybe season, maybe episode two, if you just happen to start episode two for some reason. 
but it's still worth watching episode one because even episode one, yeah, I feel like had episode some one, weird stuff at the it's end. It's still uh, and episode one explained explains the, point. the concept is what I was gonna say. It yeah. really goes into depth about like what, at least as far as I remember, about what he's doing and yeah. how and why. So yeah, it was definitely different than anything I've ever watched before. Yeah, it's a weird show. Again, the funniest part to me is just because this is just how my mind works. Anytime I do watch anything like this, is I'm just thinking about how expensive it is. And Every time you spent, watch a show, that's what you think about. A lot of times, that's and he just spent horrible. so much money to do nothing. Hmm. It just, I mean, not to do nothing, whatever to create. To, uh, there's a lot of wasted I mean, we're talking time about it. So. We are talking about it. So he wasted. He spent so much money to create this podcast. Right. At least the last twelve minutes of this podcast, right? Um, that you've been listening to. So, also a quick shout out. You don't care about this at all, but it's all over the place in terms of online advertisement, TV advertisement, on the back of your hand advertisement. House of Dragons for HBO starts tomorrow. August 21st. So if you're a Game of Thrones fan, which I was a major Game of Thrones fan, you were not at all. Don't even care. Well, Um, it's not that I wasn't a fan. I've just never seen a single episode, so I can't be a fan or not a fan. Okay, there you go. Um, This this was the winning bid for the next series because it was so wildly successful. Multiple shows were created and produced, and this one won out of like four or five different shows were produced. At a cost of multiple millions. I just feel like HBO, for whatever reason, has so much disposable money. Obviously. That similar to what people say about Netflix, that like everybody, you, it's the Oprah get a car thing. That's you get a show. You get a show. Netflix you get a show. At all. Not anymore. Thanks to their share price plummeting. Thanks, Netflix. Investor over here. Um, but for a long time, that was the case. Like literally anyone. You and I could have gotten a show on Netflix. Mm. We just didn't pitch it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like HBO is kind of doing that. They have fewer shows, but they just put a lot of budget into it, which is fine. It's entertaining for us. So, anyway, um, so that's the rehearsal. It's on, if you have the HBO app, HBO Max, you can watch it anytime. All six episodes are out there. And like I said, it's very, you can you can knock it out in a few hours, the whole se- the whole season. So I highly suggest that... I didn't know those episodes were that short. The first one was like 45 minutes, but the others are between 30 and 35, all of them. Hmm. All five of the other ones. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's the update on television. We still have not watched the latest round season of Stranger Things. We need to do that. We do. So that we can talk about it on this very But I, I need But I need to recap the last season at least. So, there were some aliens. There was the upside down that's not what I mean. shopping mall. I mean, we can do that. We can go back. We can watch the whole series again if you want. That would be a lot. I don't feel like we, we just have don't that, have that kind of free time. Kind of time. <laughs> know. And football season's coming up. That's yeah. gonna be a problem. I mean, I'm excited about that. September 5th, two weeks from today. Clemson, Georgia Tech, 8 p.m. It's crazy. How is it already? Well, 6 p.m. Mountain time on yeah. ESPN. Check your local listings. Um, the season actually starts next weekend. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my friend and coworker Stu. Nebraska is playing someone who I forgot. <laughs> Sounds important. In Ireland. Oh, oh, they they 
That's they do submit international yeah. games. So it's, as we've talked about, which I think not this is stupid. Not they as in Nebraska, but like other teams. College football in general. <laughs> so next weekend is, as they call it, week zero. Yeah, you told me that. Because which is a few teams strange. play like highlighted games. But it just reminds me of, uh, I don't know if this is just Europe in general or the UK. But it is. It's Europe in general, I, I don't think. Know what you're talking about. It's uh, <laughs> like what they call the floors of a building. Like when you're on the so you take an elevator up to level, one, you're not on the first floor. You're on the, the ground floor. Call it, the ground floor, yeah. The garden. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Garden level. The first floor is what we would consider the second floor and so on. Very hmm. confusing for us Americans, but. Damn euros. Anyway, that's what it reminds me of when you said it, they call it week zero. Yeah. So next week is week zero. And then the week after that is the first true weekend. But what it means for me and you and both of us less so is that, uh, you know, we can watch games. We find ourselves watching games, that, or at least they're on the TV that we don't really care about. So we can start that next week. It's exciting. I like it's exciting football. that we can watch games we don't care about. Is that what you just said? It's exciting that college football will be back next weekend is what I'm okay. saying. There will not be a game that we truly care about next yeah. week. Right. Because... Our team is not playing mm-hmm. our alma mater, but there will be games so we can watch like the highlights. And we can start watching the college football scoreboard show that we like to watch and that you like to watch until Clemson loses when they do. And then you give up on the whole season <laughs> and you say, why are we here? You've wasted my life and you I've, get all depressed. And- the last, especially last season and, and possibly that's because I had other things on my mind, but I just, possibly I cared a lot less. I don't know, like it affected me a lot less. I was just like, whatever. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> that it affected you less. Yeah. But you caring less is not a good thing. I want you to... Not caring less, like I don't care, but yeah. Not having it affect me. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Um, I'm less attached, I guess. Sure. So next time we do this, which is who knows when, uh, hopefully soon, sooner than... It took us to do this one from the last one. We'll talk about Stranger Things, hopefully. And I just no very confidence. much doubt we're going to... Well, depends. If it's a month between now and us doing the show, let's make an effort to watch Stranger let's Things. See. Let's also finish Ozark, mm. which we have like five episodes left. We just have issues finishing shows. We also have 163 episodes <laughs> of ridiculousness on the DVR, <laughs> which... I've thought many times about how to go about clearing that out. It's just not one of those shows you can say, let's just sit down on this Sunday and with every no. free minute, just watch them over and over again. So the problem is you only watch like two or three at a time and then you're like, they're funny, they're entertaining. Obviously we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, all right, let's do something else. Let's watch something else. But there's like five new episodes that come out every week. So that's why mm-hmm. the number keeps climbing. Like we can't keep up with it. No. It's like me and my work email. Like I can't, yeah. it just keeps building and building. <laughs> And you make a dent in it, and then it builds back up. Oh, I'm familiar. Two steps forward, three steps back sort of a thing. So anyway, um, so look forward to that on the next podcast, whenever that is. We don't know. Whenever we get time to do it and feel like doing it. Closing remarks, thoughts, comments? I'm just surprised we got through an entire episode almost until just now without talking about cookies. Oh, we can talk about that since they're freshly made. Oh, we don't have, have to. Have I, I just, I just thought it was funny because the last, I think the last two episodes that we did, we were talking about crumble. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, we've taken taken a couple weeks off from Crumble. A few weeks, I think. It is pretty dumb to pay $16 for four C's. Yeah. Although it's not like we eat them. No, we split one for dessert each night. Like we get our money's worth for sure. It's a lot. But anyway, uh, yeah, we haven't done that in a few weeks. So we. I've just been underwhelmed. So have I. There's now five, sometimes six. If three of them need to knock my socks off (laughs) for me to make the effort to go down to, to Glendale and pick them up. Yeah. Although I do need to go to Walgreens, I think. But um, yeah, we did make some M M&M and M chocolate chip mm-hmm. C's, mm-hmm. as we're calling them, because Stella's still in the room. Uh, we made the we make the first batch last weekend. Uh, I think so. About a week ago, yeah. and then we made some more again today. Yep, delicious. Because Crumble has been so disappointing. That's not why. I just and they're good. We hadn't before last weekend. We had not made them yes. in a long time, and they're very good. So, and we ate a couple like right off the rip, and man, when they're fresh like that, so good. Something else, something else. We also did a replacement for brown sugar, and I didn't notice the difference. In fact, oh, you yeah. said they could be better, and I bet you didn't even think about the brown sugar. Thing. I did consider that being a factor. We used regular sugar and molasses. Correct. Or bleached white sugar and molasses, which essentially is what brown sugar is, but we mm-hmm. we did our own home brew. Yeah, because and we're it worked out basically out of brown sugar. Yeah, yeah, we have very little. It's on my grocery list for next time I go. Let's talk about other things that people could care less about. I was just, I was just bringing no, no, no. I meant in terms of my grocery list. No, the C's is that's a good conversation to have. Because we it talked was, about you know, it, it just seems like a theme at this point that we have to mention them. So. Final question. Mm-hmm. It's eleven ten p.m. Are you going to have one or two more of those before you go to bed? I no, I am not. Okay. I am not hungry, and I am so tired. A C might help. I don't want. I, no, sleep would help. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not, I'm not saying to help keep you up. I'm saying have a C and a little glass of milk. I don't drink milk. Mm. Ew, stop. <laughs> All right. Final comments and thoughts other than bringing up the C's? No, I think that's it. Okay. Thank you for listening to The Other Half. Uh, like I said, if you have any thoughts on the water thing or any thoughts on the on the, on the the show tonight, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com thebropodnetwork at gmail.com slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram the underscore bro underscore pod but we will not be posting any thirst traps <laughs> we will not be posting any thirst traps so that's good news for you um, so yeah not sure when we'll do this again but looking forward to it whenever it happens to be mm-hmm. so until next time this has been Scott and Jamie saying bye bye bye